What's going on, guys? And welcome back to an all-new, all-brand-new episode of Unknown Serial Killer. Thank you once again for continuing to join me each and every week to get your fix on these unknown serial killers. If you haven't listened to any of these episodes on any of these seasons, please go do so now because you do not want to miss any of them because this is where you need to be. This is what you need to listen to. So tell your moms, aunties, uncles, boyfriends, everybody that you know to listen to Unknown Serial Killer because it's just that great. Of course, viewers' discretion is advised because we are talking about murder, violence, and possible drug use. But of course, we're talking about murder and violence because this is why we're here. This week, we are talking about the Daytona Killer also known as the Daytona Beach Killer, Robert Tyrone Haynes. So let's just get into it. Robert Tyrone Haynes was born on March 12, 1982 in West Palm Beach, Florida, the youngest of four children. Growing up, Haynes was raised primarily by his mother as his father has been murdered shortly after his birth. And according to late reports, Haynes received an uncertain amount of abuse as a child. When he was young, presumably a teenager, he was molested by a family member of a similar age. He was described as chubby in his adolescence, resulting in Haynes often being bullied. Nicknamed Squeaky by friends and family, Haynes was described as someone who was always there for people friendly with neighbors, outspoken, and recited poetry in Miami. He was known by friends to have an active sex life, attending sex parties, Suspected of inviting prostitutes over, and at point, he invited a family member to a sex party. He was also described as someone with a good sense of humor and a fun, positive attitude. Haynes had a girlfriend in the 2000s who he had a child with. Between 2000 and 2006, Haynes attended Bethel Cookman College studying criminal law. He graduated with a degree in criminal justice. He was known to be helpful to friends and acquaintances. Friends also explained Haynes had an interest in cooking and attempted to start his own cooking business in Charlotte County. So it sounds like he had a pretty decent life. He actually made something of himself and got his degree in criminal justice. Doesn't really say if he took a job in it or anything like that, but he actually went to a university and got a criminal justice degree. So that seems like a good start in his adulthood. But the thing is, like, how did he start killing? But we're about to find out. The first known victim was 45-year-old Laquita Mae Gunther, who was born, who was found in an alley on December 26, 2005. She had been shot in the back of the head. DNA was recovered from the scene. Laquita had gone missing two days prior on Christmas Eve when she was making dinner plans with her friend Stacy Dittmer. When that time came, Laquita never showed up. She was known to have worked as a prostitute. The second victim was 34-year-old Julie Green, found January 14, 2006. She was also known to have worked as a prostitute. She had also been shot in the back of the head. No DNA was recovered, but tire tracks were found. The tires were for a 2003 tourist or a stable, and in fact, the exact tires were found later. Just over a month later, on February 24, 2006, 
police found the body of Iwana Patton, 35, on a dirt road. She had been shot, but not in the back of the head, and possibly had struggled with her killer. DNA was recovered along with the shell casing that allowed police to identify the make and model of a pistol used, the 40 caliber Smith & Wesson Sigma Series VE. Ballistics from recovering bullets and recovering DNA matched. Authorities received an anonymous telephone call describing the location of Patton's body, but the caller, caller was eventually identified and questioned and is not a suspect in the killings. All three women were believed to have worked as sex workers in a Daytona Beach area. Police believe the victims voluntarily accompanied their killer, possibly in a vehicle, and were murdered and dumped in the same area of Daytona Beach. The killer did not attempt to conceal the bodies. A criminal profile was made of the killer. Investigators theorized that the killer was likely a white male with a female companion in his life whom they resented. It was believed the victims were the result of the killer letting out their frustration on them. The public had their own theories, believing the killer was involved in a certain line of work that was allowing them not to become a suspect. Some believe the killer was a truck driver, while others, though, he was of military background or possibly a police officer. Numerous suspects were interviewed, including Haynes, because he brought a 40 caliber Smith & Wesson weeks before the first murder. However, he was not thought to have been involved in some believe the profile, which mentioned the killer to be white, might have been the reason he was not investigated further. The remains of Stacy Charlene Gage, 30, were found on January 2nd, 2008. She had been shot in the head. Police believe she was killed December 11th, 2007, when she left her house, which she shared with her grandma, and she went to go buy a bag of ice. Police have further stated that the circumstances surrounding the case were eerily similar to the three previous unsolved homicides. Unlike the first three victims, Gaze did not have a criminal record involving prostitution. However, she did have a history of drug problems. The van Gage was driving the night she disappeared was later recovered in the parking lot of an apartment complex. The Daytona Beach PD created a task force to find the killer who by the time was labeled by police and the media as the Daytona Beach Killer. Four detectives were assigned to the case with input from agents from the Florida Department of Law Enforcement. The police used field DNA kit to take DNA samples from motorists fitting the profile of a white male with a girlfriend. The samples were taken to a lab to match the genetic material taken from the crime scene. On March 7, 2016, the naked body of 32-year-old Rachel Elizabeth B. was found dead alongside a highway near Jupiter, Florida. An autopsy was performed on her body, which showed she had been strangled and badly beaten. And other evidence showed that B had fought her attacker. DNA evidence of the perpetrator was found during the investigation. In December 2016, detectives involved with the investigation into B's murder were notified that the DNA found on B's body had matched the DNA sample taken from the original Daytona killings. And we have some more killings, but they're not too sure if he did them or not. In July 2006, the dismembered body, Reagan Kendall, 48, was found near Oscala Parkway and Boggy Creek Road in Oscala County. Also in July, the body of Kelly Latherthorne, 37, was found near South Orange Blossom Trail in Orange County. In October 2006, the body of sex worker Lisa Marie French, 39, 
of Cavalberry was found in Stanford, Florida, behind a warehouse. Police first reported that French had been strangled to death and was a possible victim of the Daytona Beach killer, but autopsy results were inconclusive in regards to the cause of her death. However, several rapists, Jerry Lee Williams Jr., who authorities accused of attacking six women and killed two, pleaded guilty to raping and suffocating French, Evan sent him to life in prison. So that one he was definitely cleared of. So it's still it's still unclear how he became this way. And I guess you never really know a person until like actually like grow into adulthood and you see what they're into. Between December 2010 and April 2011, the bodies of 10 women were found buried under numerous beaches along Long Island, New York. All the women that were found had engaged in prostitution similar to the killings in Daytona Beach. This prompted theories to suggest both sets of murders could have been perpetrated by the same person, and some people also hinted a possible connection to the eastbound strangler and Atlantic City killers that murdered four women in 2006. If it were to be true, then that meant an unidentified serial killer was responsible for up to 18 murders across the east coast of the United States between 1996 and 2010. Investigators had publicly stated, however, there was no evidence to suggest one person was behind all the murders and other evidence that had been collected over the years has since ruled out this theory. So, they tried to get him for all these murders, but that's not how that worked. Lori, Lori, chief of the Florida Department of Law Enforcement Forensics Department, reported that DNA collected from Daytona Beach killer victims was run through a genetic database used by people trying to find long-lost relatives, and a link to Haynes was established. Haynes was put under surveillance, and police collected a used cigarette butt that linked him to the killings. On September 15, 2019, Palm Beach County officials arrested Hayes, 37 at the time, at his West Palm Beach home for the killing of Rachel B. He was charged with one count of first-degree murder and was ordered to be held without bail. DNA found on B matched DNA recovered from Gunther and Green, two of the Daytona Beach killing killers' victims, and ballistic tests connect Haynes to the killing of Patton. Haynes was transferred to Volusia County Jail, where he was charged with three additional counts of first-degree murder. Prosecutors originally sought the death penalty for Hayes. Hayes' trial began February 11, 2022. On February 22, 2022, Hayes was found guilty in the murders of Laquita Gunther, Julie Green, and Iwana Patton. On March 2, 2022, Haynes was sentenced to three consecutive life sentences without parole. Hayes is now awaiting to be separately tried for the murder of Rachel B. So he was just literally caught and convicted just this year. And he really thought that he was going to be out in the open, safe and sound, just walking around and like nobody would ever find him. But you left the bodies out in the open where they can easily be found and now you're going to jail for the rest of your life. Thanks, guys, for joining me and listening to this Robert Hayes story, this unknown serial killer that is known now. Please continue to tune in each and every week as we uncover more 
unknown serial killers and like i tell you guys be careful who you talk to you never know who they kill see you guys next week bye